0: I just slipped through an exam, and you're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Cut out the bureaucrats and talk directly to the manager.
1: Squawkin' with Hawkins. You're tuned into the One Ninety One It is time for our fortnightly chat with the Mayor. Atemarie, Aaron. Good morning. How are we today?
0: Oh, very good, thank you. Beautiful, uh, beautiful, crisp, autopotty autumn day as yeah. we head into the-
1: the Easter weekend Yes, yes and it looks like it's going to be pretty good except for Saturday um, oh. Yeah, so I'm excited about this long weekend and I, to be honest I'm excited about long weekends in, in, in the future um, and walking down the main street uh, because uh, plans for the George Street redevelopment have been released uh, Georges as they're calling it or something like that <laughs> It looks amazing Uh, and it looks like a lot of work and planning has gone into this, as you would expect, uh, and with many groups involved, as you would expect as well and that's really important Um, but but I guess the question is and I have to ask it, do you think you've got it completely right? Do you believe that you have the right design for the city and the people within?
0: Yeah, the the thing about urban design is that everybody is an expert, and I don't (laughs) profess to be, um, and what is, what's really special about the developed design uh, that is that is now public, and there is still work to do around detailed design. So uh, mm. the, the the images that people have seen it won't look exactly like that, but it's uh, it's, it's close enough. Um, what's really helpful about this is that uh, there is extensive uh, there's an extensive body of work uh, that speaks to why these urban design decisions have been made and uh, and and how they. Uh, reflect the the history and uh, and values of this area, and and you know when you get involved in the, the, this kind of work as as I have, you start to um, notice, perhaps obsessively, so things like paving stones and mm. uh, and, and um, street poles and signage. Whenever you are uh, on holiday in other parts of the country and boring your friends and family, um, but what I, what um, what. This presents us with is an opportunity to um, to use the, the built fabric of our city centre as a way to to tell some of those stories and make it more than an urban design project or more than a transport project, but in fact a a, a, a history lesson uh, and 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 a way of being able to build a better shared understanding of of, of this uh, place. And, mm. and and I don't know the team are thinking of how to use. Uh, things like QR codes, which thankfully we've spent two years teaching everyone to use, uh, to, so that people can um, learn more if they want about yeah. things like the, you know, the, the pattern of the paving stones or, or the decisions that have been made around the colour palette. Because obviously you can't uh, you can't include all of that information uh, in the in the built environment, but it'll be great to have an opportunity for people to be able to uh, to to learn more about that because. Um, I certainly have learned a hell of a lot in the past couple of days working through the, the work that's been done and, 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 you know, we're incredibly lucky to have been able to uh, co-design uh, uh, Okaha on, on behalf of uh, Manapeno and, and present for the first time really a reflection of our pre-colonial history and values in the built form of the city centre. It's incredibly exciting and it and, uh, looks, looks great.
1: Yeah, uh, for all those um, colonial history buffs out there, th- th- that's not going to be taken away from the city centre. Um, there are going to be tight in aspects of our colonial past as well, right?
0: Yeah, and we've done a we've done a great job of, of preserving and protecting a lot of that over time. And and there are there are blocks along uh, George Street, particularly um, what. Is, is still called the New Edinburgh Way, although I don't think anyone's actually called it that really for the last 20 years. No. But uh, that that first block um, from from Nos, Knox Church going south, the, the the buildings there and the facades there have quite rightly been preserved and protected. This isn't about uh, diminishing what we have rightly mm-hmm. uh, maintained over the years. It's about expanding upon that and, and adding uh, adding other voices. Uh, to that, to, to build a, a, a richer understanding of our of our shared heritage as a city.
1: Now you mentioned QR codes, and I was, I was glad about that because it was a question. You know, uh, are we going to be able to um, see the story of, of the street? Because mm. there will be a story within it. Um, and you mentioned that. Um, you know, we've been programmed, we, we know how to do QR codes now. But now I'm expecting a whole bunch of people to be opening their COVID contracts. Uh, The COVID tracer app trying to read QR codes because I don't know if people know how to do it other than using that particular app. So we'll just have to wait and see. That could be hilariously funny.
0: The Uh, easiest way I'm doing is just open your camera, right, and it directs you to the AR thing you're looking for, or Instagram, or. COVID
1: yeah. tracer app or whatever that's right just use a camera that's how we do it oh. um, so there are, there are there's themes to the three blocks there's there's art there's entertainment and there's lounging um, so um, how interactive is it going to be there's going to be a playground too from what I, from what I read? Is, is that really important that it's going to be kind of interactive and a place where people can relax and not necessarily just you know some something that looks pretty uh, and you know something to lead you into the store doors <laughs>
0: one of the big goals of the central city plan project is to treat the city center as a destination and not as a thoroughfare so yeah. presenting opportunities for people uh, to just be in the space and enjoy the space and and you know it's it's really interesting looking at the the, the layout designs uh, of the past couple of days there are um, Far more opportunities for people to sit and rest, for example, and uh, and that is incredibly important for people who, for whatever reason, uh, can't walk very far. I know certainly when I uh, when I had a child, it changed my understanding of how <laughs> urban form works. And all of a sudden, um, you know, a city block can can be a very significant distance, yes. and, and and having opportunities to be able to break up those trips with, like you say, there's a, a play space that's going to be built outside the. The, the meridian seating, water fountains, all of that sort of stuff that that encourages people to uh, to just to be in the in the public space and and the, the three blocks um, do have their own uh, their own character and, and, and slightly different functions, largely based on uh, the current uh, occupants of of the buildings and you know, a far, far stronger hospitality vibe. Uh, down the, the north end, and and um, and, and it changes uh, on the way through. But I think what's important is, is that it's, it's flexible enough uh, to be able to to adapt, but also presents opportunities for people to to use uh, use it as public space, as opposed to as you say, just getting from A to B or uh, getting into a building. And so, you know, looking at um, what. What staging you can put in that allows people to be able to use it as a performance space, and uh, and and being able to close off uh, blocks of it at a time, or all three, if you you know if you're organising parades, graduation parades those sorts of things, having the flexibility for it to adapt because uh, this um, this has to be something that supports what will be uh, a changing environment um, over the next generation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, George Street is our retail area um, and hospitality area. um, You know, well, a lot of hospitality around there, too, outside of the octagon. Um, So, you know, it's going to be impacting businesses, uh, retail businesses, in a big way, not just the construction, but um, how it is and how um, people take to it in, in, in the future. But what is business saying to you? Have you got any feedback from some business? Uh, after the designs were released yesterday, uh, uh,
0: look. I think the the one thing we've learned over the past couple of years is that there is no singular view of of business, and and certainly no. the enthusiasm for this work uh, has always sat on a, on a spectrum. Uh, the work was always going to be disruptive, uh, remembering that the catalyst for this is replacing Victorian era uh, water pipes that yeah. uh, we would rather replace than wait for them to. Uh, exploit and then try and organize repairs for them and, and our friends in Wellington are very familiar with what that looks like uh, in your in your city centre and and we're working uh, hard with uh, with business in that area to be able to uh, support them through the through the construction uh, period uh, and and certainly uh, will be um, will be investing in um, uh, events and activities and those sorts of things, when the work is done, to be able to to, to be able to bring people back. But you know, we acknowledge that it's um, there is no good time uh, to to do work that is as disruptive as this. And, and I think uh, the key really is just getting on with it and getting it done as as, as fast as we can, so that we can uh, reap the benefits of it as soon as we can.
1: Right, with with there is a you know a budget of twenty eight point something million, um, have the tenders gone out? Um, you know, is that budget set in stone? And how uh, can we be protected from blowouts and construction costs? You know, things, construction costs at the moment, material costs is going up all the time. Uh, just accessing and, and getting and getting materials in is is proving quite difficult. Uh, you can ask any construction company that. So, I mean, how are we looking on that side of things?
0: Well, that is the that is the budget for the project, and for to to change it would it would need to come back to, to council for for reassessment. Um, the work will start in the first block, which is the, the farmers' block. Uh, that work starts not long after Easter, so you know this is this is uh, imminent, uh, and it will be done um, it will be done in the stages, but. You know, that's true of, of all of our uh, infrastructure projects at the moment uh, that, that aren't on, um, aren't on long-term contracts. There, there certainly are challenges from, from, a, uh, from a, a cost and, and supply chain point of view, and, and the, the, the team are working as, as hard as they can to to manage that, but it's something we'll be keeping an active eye on as the work progresses.
1: Yeah, and local companies—they um, are they getting a, a, a foot in? Are, are, do they have a leg up on the outside, Otiputi competition when it comes to tendering? Uh,
0: yeah, so the, the, the thankfully these decisions aren't made by politicians. Could you imagine? Yeah. Um, but the, the council's procurement manual, which is you know how these things are decided, speaks to. Um, you know, they call it weighted attributes. But so basically, there are a range of things to consider uh, beyond what is the cheapest way of getting something done, uh, and, and that includes uh, supporting um, local uh, local business, uh, and also, you know, what are the, the the credentials of those firms in terms of things like social procurement and and and, and environmental credentials, and, and all of that sort of thing, um, and 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 certainly uh, from a from a design point of view, it has been very locally led, uh, in the work that has been done with uh, with Okaha and and our other uh, consultants and, and and putting the putting the design work together.
1: Yeah, and no, I've seen that, and it's amazing. Uh, right, one final question, a quick one on the spot. Sammy's gig Sunday, uh, amazing or irresponsible?
0: I certainly admire the entrepreneurial spirit, but. Uh, <laughs> breaking and entering into public buildings isn't something that should be uh, should be encouraged. It's still, uh, while we've been uh, maintaining the building and, and fixing leaks in the roof and, and doing all of that sort of thing, uh, as, as the owner of it, it is still a, a hazardous workplace and we don't want anybody putting themselves in a situation where they can uh, hurt themselves avoidably.
1: Yep, yep. It was amazing, though. Uh, It was pretty amazing. Right, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us this morning. A pleasure as always. Good on, Jamie. That was a Radio 1 91FM podcast. But find more at r1.co.nz.